welcome to Daily Confession with Carter and Carrie on Unsafe Space. Today is Tuesday, November 26th, and I'm recording from an undisclosed location. <laughs> it's I'm, I feel like I'm speaking with the Statue of Liberty. I love the thing behind your head. You look, I feel like you should be holding up a torch. It's a giant Christmas star look. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did look somewhat demonic before I put the hat on. I had to try and, it looked a little creepy at first. Well, uh, I will think of you as Lady Liberty for the entire show. Uh, By the way, something I did yesterday, which you don't know, Carrie, I verbally shouted out to the people who are normally in the credits of the show because listeners don't get to uh, hear who they are. And one person person got added after I recorded. So I would like to shout out to Dagny Taggart Knits. Thank you for subscribing, Dagny Taggart. And by the way, uh, I worship you for your name. That was an excellent name choice. And uh, Dagny Taggart, I never thought Dagny Taggart would subscribe to Unsafe Space, but she did. So I'm naive. Who is that? Uh, You will read about her someday because someday Atlas Shrugged will be in the book. I was going to say, is that (laughs) Ayn Rand? Ayn Rand? It is. It is an Ayn Rand thing, but uh, she's she's the heroine. And uh, apparently, unbeknownst to me, Dagny actually knits. So thank you, Dagny. Um, Yeah. How are you doing, Carrie? Sorry you missed yesterday. It's a, it sucks to have you not around. We were talking yeah. before the show. Um, it's made way better to talk to you than to try and monologue. Yes. I might try a monologue tomorrow. See this week, a holiday week, clearly tra- uh, we're both traveling. Carter's traveling tomorrow. So I might try and do one by myself. We'll see. Um, but to uh, hold on, put this oatmeal over here to make up for not having someone to talk to. I have tiger. So I can just talk to him. Look, he's got a Santa hoodie on. <laughs> this, it's, it, I, I love the holidays. I'm excited. I don't know. I, I, I like them. I just, uh, I was telling you before the show, I feel like I'm not allowed to celebrate until after Thanksgiving because it just seems wrong. I used to feel that way, but just go with it. it. It's fun. And Thanksgiving doesn't have a lot of uh, cool outfits or decorations i mean well you know i'm all about the cool outfits carrie so (laughs) (laughs) of course you are where's your christmas suit i need to get you one of those jackets it's just poinsettias all over it (laughs) you know we actually in our backyard we have holly that grows in our backyard so i could just you could make something i could deck out the set yeah you should do it so thursday just so everyone knows we're not going to do a show on thursday we're not going to do coffee or deeper deprogram because it's thanksgiving but we are going to post links if you guys haven't seen it to some of our episodes uh from last year i realized we have so many episodes we have like new viewers we have so many interesting people that we've spoken to also that just people don't know like people are like hey you should interview james Lindsay." i'm like yeah we did interview james <laughs> yeah, it was been? a good interview right. barbara k we have a yeah. great interview with barbara k oh my gosh the just the i mean we've spoken to some really interesting men and women. Uh, but sometimes I think about how many badass women we've talked to in particular. There's a lot. We have. Cool. Yeah. Including Zuby. Including Zuby, the <laughs> women's weightlifting champion. <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> um, so today I want to show you something. I know what we're about. You're the one that told me this is happening because I was driving yesterday and I, I wasn't aware, but um, 
before you get into the details and and you probably know more about it than I do even though I've read up on there's it. not that much to know so I just want to share this because I tweeted this um on November 21st so Andy no who's a journalist and he's the journalist who documents a lot about Antifa so the SJW left hate him um even though he's gay and Asian they routinely call him a Nazi sympathizer and all this stuff because he actually shows the truth of what they are and he record he's been he's the guy if you guys don't remember who was attacked uh by Antifa and so he was he was had concrete milkshakes thrown at him yeah and he was the inspiration for our milkshakes are not an argument t-shirt right so here this is a tweet that I so Andy no um tweeted this thing about the this whole they keep pushing the narrative now just like the uh hands up don't shoot lie that the media pushed to try and divide us they're trying to push this other lie to divide it's another intersectional lie and, and a lot of the democratic candidates are running on the back of this lie which yeah. is um this transgender murder rate lie um and well so, you remember that the thing the other day carrie with the black trans- transgender woman um was it with beto or Buttigieg? it was someone who was like talking about the crisis of murdered black transgender women? No, but I, I, and it's a thing that they're doing. I, I didn't hear it, but yes, this has been going on for a while. So first of all, so Chelsea Clinton, I shared the wrong thing first. Let me share this one. Chelsea Clinton tweeted part of this lie, um, which she says, since 2013, more than 150 trans people have been murdered in the US, the majority black transgender women. We remember it on it. So it's it. The thing is, they're trying to make it seem like an epidemic and like it's something that we should be terrified of, and like there's this horrible epidemic of transphobia and tra- and yeah, 150 people murdered is 150 people who more than the number who should have been murdered. You know what I mean? Like that's 150 is awful, but it's not this epidemic. They're trying to, they try constantly to put people into hysterics and to build a narrative of bigotry that doesn't exist. And so Andy No tweeted by mostly black men during drug sales and street prostitution. And the murder rate of trans people in the US is actually much lower than the murder rate for non-trans people. Want to find solutions? Be honest about the facts, as politically useless as they may be. So he tweeted that, and then one last thing. I saw that and I immediately thought, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen to him? Because Mikey, our you know. Mikey Harlow, <laughs> I friend, but I really was one, I was curious if the same thing would happen. I was like, Mikey the Harlow was banned from Twitter for posting these facts. Hashtag free Mikey Harlow. And so I, honestly, though, I really didn't think anything would happen to Andy because I thought, well, he's too big. He's not like Mikey. He's, his following is much bigger. He's got the blue check mark. He's verified all this stuff. They, they tested their strength and they temporarily banned him. You told me this. So, I mean, you catch me up. But Well, I mean, at least it was just temporary for, um, for Andy. So he's, I think it's like a 24 hour suspension, but, um, yeah, for they banned him facts. Huh? for posting facts. Yeah. For posting facts. They said it violated, uh, their hate speech policy. <clears throat> um, and, uh, just, I want, I also want to be clear as much as I hate Chelsea Clinton and I do, uh, I, I don't mean like personally, I just hate her ideology, whatever. Um, she also didn't invent this. Like this was a here, Carrie. Oh, I know she didn't. She's just repeating well, just, the like, mantra. Even that tweet. That tweet was a response to the human rights campaign. Yeah. So they had this thing like honor the you know, HRC human rights campaign honoring uh, 
Transgender Day of Remembrance to add our voices to the urgent calls to support our transgender and non-binary siblings. So why is it always about trans rights? I mean, what about the rights of gay and lesbian kids who, for example... Or to your point, why not stand up for gay and lesbian rights in other countries? Yeah, so they posted this. She then shared this. um, And uh, that's where it came from. So yeah, Andy... Andy got suspended. Their their email to him uh, said it violates our rules against hateful conduct. And then they describe it. You may not promote violence against, threaten, or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease. So I guess they're saying that he's promoting violence against, threatening, or harassing he didn't. people he on the basis facts. of race. I don't know how that works. It's a lie. They just lie. They just, it doesn't, it doesn't even violate their own stated policy. Just like Mikey, he didn't threaten anyone. Right. He posted a fact. They don't like these inconvenient facts. And, and as, as Andy pointed out, he's since been reinstated on Twitter, which I honestly think sometimes they pick these bigger people with bigger followings like him and they test to see, they're just testing the stress test to see what's the pushback. Right. They do 24 hours and if they can get away with it, then they do a week. And if they can get away with it, then they do forever or whatever right. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're trying to see what, you know, they're, yeah, they're just building data for how, how, at what point can we get rid of this person for good? And also yeah. it's like, um, psychologically, they're, psychologically they're putting, they're stoking fear, not just in the person they're targeting, but in everyone else. It's a way of reminding you who's in control here and who has the power to shut you up. Right. So the, the tweet that he, I guess, to be clear, the one that he was, I guess they cited was he added Chelsea and he said, the U.S. is one of the safest countries for trans people. So that's a fact. That's a fact. The murder rate of trans victims is actually lower that of, than that for cis population. That's a fact. Also, who's behind the murders? Mostly black men. Also a fact. So, um, yeah, I guess... I guess, uh, you know what, maybe Carrie, what's bothering them is that he's bringing in, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about what's bothering them. It's not just going after, do you think if he left out the mostly black men part that he would still be suspended? No. I mean, yeah, I do. I do. Cause you, Mikey, you do? Didn't, Mikey didn't bring that into it either. I mean, that just made it doubly offensive to them that he brought in two different sets of hate facts that they don't like inconvenient facts, but he didn't, as he said since then, he didn't pass a value judgment. It, it, simply stating empirical facts, no value judgment, no opinion thrown at all. He right. No call to action, no opinion, just... Here's a fact. Here's some facts. Boom, you're out of here. That's, and they did the same to Mikey. He posted the same stats. And he's using the HRC's statistics. He's using their stats. Oh, it's HRC's stats? Yeah. He used their numbers to say the murder rate's actually lower than it is for people who are, are not trans. Like, sorry, you got, I mean, what you're trying to tell people is a lie. So we're not allowed to counter that with your, your statistics. So I, I don't, and, and I don't here know. we are worried about here. Here's the left is worried about fake news and manipulation by Facebook and Twitter when actually this is, they're already manipulating everything. They're already. And they, um, 
I, I mean, it works. This, the, to go back to the point about it being a, a psychological, um, fear-inducing, it encourages self-censorship. And even if you're a person like I am, who's kind of f you, you know, you can't tell me what I can and can't say. It impacts you in small ways that you're not even thinking about. Remember when we did the episode right after they banned, they permanent Twitter permanently banned Megan Murphy. Yep. For saying men are not women and <laughs> for using Jonathan Yanev's quote dead name, his real name that he still used at the time. Right. And for calling him he. Um, well, you and I did a video and you don't care either. You also bucked the system, but at one point you were calling him she and i was like why are you calling him she he doesn't have any respect he doesn't d deserve any respect and you i, I ended up laughing because you were like uh i guess i don't want to be kicked off twitter <laughs> right yeah then, but then you got over it and you were like yeah whatever he's you know he but it does no i mean it, absolutely it hasn't affected it it um because even if you're even not consciously doing it it causes it changes the it changes we subtly detect what is acceptable and not acceptable in polite society all around us, even if we're not thinking of it. And so if something becomes acceptable and something else becomes not acceptable, we'll naturally bend that way without thinking about it because that's, yes. that's what humans do. We're social animals. And this so, is how self-censorship happens. And this is how it happens at companies like Google. Um, there's an over, overriding ideology, which is this SJW, my old belief system. Um, they, they show you, uh, these little, um, examples of demonstrations of power, I would say. So they demonstrate their power by permanently banning this person, making an example of people or temporarily banning someone. That's even, that causes even more anxiety. Cause it's like, then you get your account back and it's like, well, I don't want that to happen again. And you're not even consciously thinking about it. You're just more careful now. Yeah. I guarantee you, Andy will be more careful now, even well, if he's not consciously thinking of it. Yeah, and everyone who so also everyone who sees it knows. Yeah. Like, oh well, I know that if I yeah, I've seen it happen to Mikey, I've seen it happen to Andy. If I post this information, I'll get banned. And so let's just be clear about what the narrative is, though. The narrative is they they want you to think that there is a crisis in the U.S. There's a a crisis in uh, m the murder rate of trans victims that. The U.S. is because this fits with the Donald Trump is you know Nazi bigoted KKK that that's the, those are the those are the people in charge and then related to the Trump campaign and Trump supporters. So they want to spin this narrative that there is a, a an oppressive heteronormative cis patriarch white patriarchy that's oppressing all of these um, marginalized groups and in particular in this case. Uh, the U.S. is is uniquely vile in its treatment of trans people and oppressive and horrible. When in fact, that is a lie, as Andy points out. Not only are they murder rates less, U.S. is one of the safest places for trans people. So all this stuff is it's a lie. That's also why I think they don't like him pointing out that black men are behind most of the trans murders because black men aren't part generally aren't considered part of the. White. Oh, they definitely don't like that either. Right. They're not considered part of the the white patriarchy, right? So it's the same reason they don't like you talking about the majority of black people are killed by other black people. Right. Just like the majority of white people are killed by other white people. Right. Most people. crime is intraracial. Intraracial, yeah. That they don't like you talking about that. Right. And so um 
Yeah, but if you think about what it's doing, right? It's 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 a fear-based it's, it's all emotional, right? They're trying to get you to feel like there's a crisis. That's what this whole Chelsea Clinton tweet, tweet is about. It's getting you to feel like there's some sort of crisis because we tend to rush to the defense of people who we think are victims of a crisis. So they, they want us to feel like there's a big crisis and that will justify whatever crazy new, probably anti-free speech uh, legislation and anti-freedom of association legislation that they want to uh, push forward or any, you know, radical uh, leftist candidates who also happen to be Marxists uh, that they want to push forward because we need to, after all, don't you care about this, this manufactured crisis? Everything's about this crisis. Um, and, but this, this now trickles down to like the Twitterverse now, you know, Andy's account was, was suspended. People aren't going to be talking this about this as much. And as far as the Twitterverse is concerned, this narrative of a, a trans murder crisis is correct. It's the only valid narrative. It's the correct narrative. And if you counter that narrative, you get booted off of Twitter or suspended or whatever. I don't know how that's not manipulation directly. That is election manipulation. It's cultural manipulation. It's, uh, and it's election manipulation. Directly. And it's absolute fake news. It's yeah. There's nothing more fake than that. They've already been successful with it, though. They successfully implanted in the minds of everyone, including me for a long time, they successfully implanted in my head the idea that you are more likely to be met with lethal force at the hands of a cop if you're black, which goes against all statistics. Right, which is just not true. It's not true, but they made me believe that, and they made me believe the hands up, don't shoot lie. And most people I know still believe all that crap. Right. And if, and if you... They're, they believe it so strongly, it's like a, uh, one of these deeply held beliefs that if you say, hey, if you try to counter it and show them the facts, they get really upset, emotional. You must be a racist if you don't agree with this narrative. No, I, I just, I looked at the stats finally, <laughs> and they well, were and wrong. People also, you know, this is the other thing, because people are um, generally too busy to investigate everything themselves, they turn to their community around them and society to figure out like, well, what's correct like what does what does society say about this are is he you know is chelsea clinton for saying this is chelsea clinton considered a crazy conspiracy theorist or is chelsea clinton applauded and and mainstream says yes this is correct this is the, the right narrative or is andy considered a crazy person for bringing up these facts or is he applauded and people that aren't going to investigate it they're just gonna they're gonna go with what seems to be standard which is that Chelsea is correct when in fact Chelsea is not. So um, I don't know. It's very frustrating. I don't know what else to say about it. I have something funny to show you uh, okay. related you to this. Cheer me up? So I can't remember which democratic candidate it was, and it really doesn't matter because I'm sure somebody can find it and tell us in the comments, but they're all this, almost all of them are the same. It was probably Beto or Warren or Kamala Harris, one of them said something, this is a month or so ago, I, I was trying to find it and I, I couldn't, but I found the response that I wanna show you that's very funny. He said something about how black transgender women are the backbone of our society, <laughs> which <laughs> probably I'm Beto. laughing, huh? It's probably Beto. Probably Beto, I think it was probably Beto. I'm laughing because that's absurd. That's <laughs> absurd, it's like, a. This 0.00101% of the population is the backbone of our society. Right. 
is a patently absurd thing to say. It's just pandering, right? It's That's why pandering. I think it's Beto, because he's so good at pandering. Oh, God, he's such a panderer. So somebody responded with this. I'm going to see if I can pull this up. <laughs> Hold on. And this cracked me up, and I don't know what this clip is from, but it made me laugh really hard. Do you see that? Because it's Filipino a- tilt the world operators are the nation, <laughs> this nation's backbone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy, like a politician, standing at, in front of a tilt a whirl with two, two tilt a whirl employees who I guess are Filipino. And it, he, he's saying, because Filipino tilt a whirl operators are this nation's backbone. <laughs> Sorry. Now you get the humor in that statement. Don't be so, <laughs> don't don't be so gullible, everyone. Stop letting the politicians like flatter you so easily. <laughs> flatter, yes. <laughs> I'm I'm this. Nation. I'm the backbone of the nation. You don't matter. <laughs> none of us matters. Like none of us are the backbone of the nation. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oatmeal eating, hat wearing, white women are this new. <laughs> yes. Really? <laughs> me? Are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You know how I said earlier, I mean, this was a thing I said about women, but it's probably true generally. But like, remember I said one time, like, you never, you never uh, lose money betting on the vanity of women, like appealing to the vanity of women. Oh, I do. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh, 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 she remembers. But you're so smart, Carrie. I'm sure you would remember. I was, I was sure that you would, you know, totally get it. Um, yeah, it's the same kind of thing. It's just. Um, oh, I see. You're appealing. Oh, it took me a second. It's like, why is he complimenting me? Oh. Oh. He's yes. appealing to my vanity. I see through that, but I still like it. But I still like it. Say again. <laughs> <Say> again. <laughs> you're so smart, Carrie. <laughs> you're the backbone of this country here. <laughs> i don't know why this is so funny <sighs> it's it funny it's funny i don't i don't know anyway that's all the story for, uh, yeah. for Andy. there's not there's not a lot of other Andy things by the way though this is not related to andy but it's kind of i think it's kind of important um because we're talking about fake news <clears throat> I don't watch Tucker Carlson. I don't watch mainstream media, but I did see this video that was floating around the internet. Did you see his segment about Syria last night? No, I didn't see any. Okay, so imagine a clown universe. Uh, Like ours? (laughs) Hold on. Okay. Imagine a clown universe, Carrie, in which everyone except for the loud mouth monologuing Fox News host is a war hawk. And he is the voice of reserve and uh, sanity. He, he's going to be careful. Before we go bomb people, it's the Fox News guy that you got to listen to because he's the voice of reason. Um, crazy war hawk. This isn't going to work on me because I already know that to be true. And people, <laughs> if they haven't been watching Tucker Carlson, I don't watch him regularly either, but I do see clips here and there. He is actually one of, he has become, and I'm not talking about who he used to be. I'm talking about who he is now. I think he's one of the few principled, it, it comes off as very principled people in the mainstream legacy media currently. And he is anti-war and he's more liberal 
he is more liberal than most of these people professing to be liberals on the Democratic Party. He's the kind of guy that 30 years ago, I would have said he's a good Democrat. Yeah, he's like a Democrat. Like, that's where we've shifted. Is but like a good Democrat. He like, he's a, a good integrity. I disagree with him on some stuff. Kind of a Democrat. But, you know, has yeah. integrity, means well, like he's trying to do the right thing. You know what? He's also, this is why... Um, a lot of the neocon left and the SJW left, like the neoliberals, they hate the actual progressives because the actual progressives are finding common ground with people like Tucker Carlson. Like the actual progressives who are actually still anti-war, they're enjoying what they're like watching Tucker Carlson now. Right. So speaking of that, way back in, I guess, well, last year, remember the do you remember in uh, in 2018 there was the um, alleged chemical attack by Assad on the Syrian people in a small town, a Duma or something? I forget yes. the name of the town, right? Now, what do you if you if you remember, everyone was very mad, and when I say everyone, I mean the left and the right, like everyone from Ben Shapiro to you know, I don't know John Stewart, who's a crazy whatever. Everyone from the radical left, maybe not John Stewart is radical left, but you know what I mean. Everyone on the left, think progress all the way through Ben Shapiro, all mad at Trump because he didn't want to immediately bomb and invade Syria, kill Assad and take it over. Or, yeah, kill Assad and take it over because he was using chemical weapons on his own people, right? And Trump, Trump's attitude was basically, well, uh, let's proceed with caution. Let's just, let's see. First, let's let's go carefully before we go bombing people. And then he ended up pulling troops out. Remember, that was more recent. Then he pulled troops out. Everyone's so angry at him now. At the time, Tucker Carlson was one of the few voices of sanity, saying, "Well, do we really know that he gassed his own people?" Do I we, remember are sure, that. Are we yeah. sure of this? Yeah. Fast forward to now. Guess what? We're pretty sure didn't happen, Carrie. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah okay i mean i was pretty sure of it then but you can't really you know it's... well um it turns out that the uh so wikileaks released some stuff and it turns out that the there was disagreement among the commission that uh studied you know determines whether or not there was a chemical attack right there was some disagreement and it turns out that the report it looks like that we've been lied to and we've been manipulated, and that actually they're either the canisters were already on the ground, which is so. If you say the canisters dropped, for example, from the air, that's pretty clear that it was Assad because he would have dropped canisters. If you say they were already on the ground, that's a much different story because it's like, well, who put them there? It doesn't necessarily like his troops weren't around, so who put these chemical canisters there? So there was already a question about whether it was an Assad. But then they did these studies. So I guess chlorine gas dissipates very quickly. And so the only way you can tell if there was an attack is you, you measure um, organic compounds in the area and see if they're chlorinated. They have like, they basically bonded to chlorine. And now that happens naturally. So you have to compare it to natural levels. Well, it turns out they did that. And guess what they hid from us? There was no elevated chlorinated organic compound level in that area. So it's very likely there was not even an attack to begin with. 
It's very yes. likely that it actually never, we don't know for certain, obviously, but it's very likely now that it's actually never happened. And uh, the commission put together a report because of political, we had political meaning they wanted to yeah. get rid of the song. Well, at the time when this happened, it's like, I'm glad this is coming out now, but it doesn't matter. Nobody, nobody who needs to pay attention, this is going to pay attention, just like they didn't pay attention back then. And back then it was, you know, it was just like the yellow cake lie. It was a stupid yellow cake lie all over again. And we were supposed to just believe this and go along with it. It's, it's gotten to where, I mean, it's so obvious when they're lying, but the masses go along with it. And to your point about Tucker Carlson, I, I just, I, want, I want to highlight this. I was talking about this with a friend last night who's a progr- an actual progressive. Mm-hmm. And he's a huge fan of Jimmy Dore, who's a progressive comedian. If you yep. guys want to follow someone on Twitter who, let's say you're a conservative who watches us and you want to follow more progressives, you should totally follow Jimmy Dore. Um, Jimmy Dore is like, and, and, and someone like Kucinich, for example, those are actual progressives who are anti-war. They are people who back then were saying, this looks fishy. How do we know this is, why are these reasons for bombing don't make any sense? And they had that in common with people on the right, like Tucker Carlson and people who get, who get called on the right, like Mike Cernovich. I mean, I don't even know what Mike would be, but I guess he's on the right. Um, All of these people, there's like this, it's like a, a Venn diagram and there's this overlap that's happening between principled people on the right and principled people on the left, like the actual progressives. And I love that. I mean, there's, that's, that's interesting to me that you have this, they could be totally different on all these other issues, but when it comes to these issues of being lied to and drug into like wars, uh, being lied to by the media, being lied to by our politicians, by those in power, there's this very interesting and cool crossover that's happening between real progressives and principal conservatives. And I love that. And that, but that's why, that's why they hate, that's why the establishment left, which is now SJW left, they hate people like Jimmy Dore. They hate actual progressives. They hate, right. they even hate people who are, I mean, Bernie, I would say used to be, in my opinion, used to be close to, it was in that category, I voted for Bernie, you know this. Now he panders to the SJW left, so they don't find it as necessary to go after him as much anymore. But, um, well, he's become more irrelevant. He doesn't have the, yeah. he doesn't have yeah. the support he had before, but yeah. So, um, by the way, the organization I was thinking of is called the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons. They're the ones who did this. I forgot their name earlier. Um, but it doesn't doesn't matter though. I mean, I mean, it does matter, but unfortunately people just ignore this stuff. I mean, part of what I wanted to talk about today, and then we decided to talk about Andy instead, but, um, I just finally watched the whole Prince Andrew interview. I finished it and it just, it just strikes me as just such kind of just such a shame and, and so indicative of where we are as a culture and a country that that most people or a majority of not, maybe not, maybe not a majority, but most of the people that I see in my feed, anyway, in my timeline, most people on the left um, are paying attention to some impeachment circus. That means nothing that's completely manufactured. And then they're ignoring this actual global conspiracy to, to um, sexually molest and sell into slavery children. And, and, and where the, and it's not partisan. It doesn't matter. It's, it's the elites 
and and you've got people in the royal family you've got in his interview he's talking about you know well jeffrey epstein had this amazing ability to bring together all these cosmopolitan people and there were people in politics and the media and there were people and it's like yeah to 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 have sex with children that's what you're i can't believe he's just sitting there talking about like oh it's just so you know all these cosmopolitan elites and we let that happen and we don't we're nobody's these stupid people who keep inviting me, like the, like the woman I complain about a lot who invited me to her um, so-called civility group, but it's not really, um, who's just so obsessed with the destruction of the day. She's not going to read the Syria report. Yeah. She's not going to pay attention to anything that's actually happening because she's plugged in to the bullshit they're feeding her. She probably believes the transgender narrative too. She believes the impeachment crap. She believes the transgender crap. Um, the real stuff that's happening, you know, the, the fact that we let the elites abuse children and we don't do anything about it. And it just keeps, and we let them kill Epstein or we let him, whatever happened to him, he's effectively taken out. So he can't give all this evidence against everyone else. Um, we let that happen and everybody's like, "Mm -hmm, cool. Okay. Let's talk about impeach. Let's talk about this thing that doesn't matter. Well, and this is the other thing, if you're on, I mean, we need to let go of being on teams because it's being on your team that's harming you. Like people who are obsessed yes. with impeachment, they're on a particular team and their team has said impeachment's the issue. But if you're actually a progressive, if you're actually anti-war, now I'm not a progressive, but I've, I'm anti-war. I've been anti-war for quite some time. Um, and if, so if you're actually a progressive, you might want to acknowledge the fact that you're better off with Trump in office from a war perspective. Anyone else, if had, had Hillary won, Assad would have been, you know, murdered with a bayonet in the streets and we would still be trying to occupy Syria for the next 10 years. That's, that's what the mainstream, that's what your side, that's quote your side, that's what the, both the mainstream Republicans and the mainstream Democrats want. They, they all wanted to go guns blazing into Syria because there was some unverified report of a chemical attack. They didn't want to wait for investigation. They didn't want to wait to see what, was ha- what came out. They didn't want to be sure. They just wanted to go in and start a freaking war. And if you're anti-war, you should be thankful that Trump is the one in office right now. Regardless of whatever else what you think of him, that's fine. You can not like a lot of stuff about him. I don't too, but he's certainly not getting us more entangled in wars in the Middle East. He is doing a better job than any recent president of disentangling us from Middle Eastern conflict. So if you actually are principled anti-war, that's something that you should appreciate about Trump. If I could, if I could, do anything it would be figure out how to explain to people like this woman the one who kept trying to drag me into her little impeachment discussion exercise where she could only see two she she assumed that i don't support impeachment therefore uh, uh, she wanted me to argue on behalf of the it was this exercise where we argue on, the, on behalf of the other side I'm like that's not my side and that's not my side either if i could if i could learn how to do anything it would be to open her eyes and people like her to open their eyes to the fact that this binary that you think exists, the most important binary for you is not important. It's, it's the way that they distract you. It's like this whole right, left thing that you believe in is stupid. 
It, I mean, it, it exists. There is a difference between the right and left. It's just that it's not as important as the other differences that are happening right now. You're this whole fantasy. It's like fantasy football. Your fantasy football team is, is irrelevant right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, that's not a good analogy, but get your, there are alliances like this alliance or, or this overlap that's happening between true progressives and, 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 uh, and principal conservatives that I find really interesting. It's like, that is more important. Are you anti-war or are you pro-war, right? Like those kind of things are what's important. Right. Anti-war, pro-war, anti-authoritarian, pro-authoritarian. It doesn't right. matter if you're authoritarian on the right or the left. If you're authoritarian, you are not on my side. Right. I, I have more in common with the conservatives who are anti-authoritarian than I do with the people on the left who are pro-authoritarian. Of course, because that's a more relevant scale. Yes. Um, but I mean, just to be clear, not going into Syria, Trump waiting and taking all the crap that all you people slung at him for the past year for pulling troops out probably saved American lives, probably saved a lot of Syrian, innocent Syrian lives as well. So, um, again, lots of problems with Trump. But, you know, if you're principled, you look at that stuff and you realize, actually, Trump's Trump's doing a good job on this. This is one area where you have to praise him and say, okay, I mean, maybe he should have pulled out in a different way. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to get into the tactics of it, but he didn't jump in go and go guns blazing. And I thought that's what you wanted leftists. I thought you were anti-war because you used they to. Don't. It's like, I just saw this thing. So he just issued this um, statement about Hong Kong. That's like a, po a positive thing, right? Supporting the protesters and, um, he also it's it's like it's like prison reform you know they don't give him kudos for prison reform which it's like that's something we on the left have wanted for a long time and he actually pushed that through they're not going to give him kudos for the hong kong thing he just passed something today i saw something about um making it a federal offense to to abuse an animal they're not going to applaud him for that and that's a thing that you would think the left would he he continually has been doing things that i've started to notice like oh this is something that the left should be able to say good job on right even if they disagree with everything else but they can't they don't because they hate him so much they can't even give him that and that's honestly that's part of what's there's a lot that's contributed to me pushing me away from the democratic party and from the left but that's that's a big part of it is that you can't even you're not principled enough to say this was a good thing that you did you hate him so much you're so irrational and unreasonable i saw a babylon b headline that made me laugh so hard because it's so true this would happen in a heartbeat it said uh something like uh in a surprising move trump comes out in favor of impeachment forcing democrats to oppose <laughs> yes yeah, i saw that that was an awesome headline that's exactly oh. what would happen <laughs> yep like it's so funny i don't okay we have to go we were going to keep this one short well wait i want to say one more thing about your your um because you brought this story up a few times and I'm, I'm starting to try and diagnose why it bothers you so much. This, this woman who's wanting to have these, <laughs> these arguments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I have a theory. I think it's that, you know, she's disingenuous. There is something good about being able to argue the other side and see both yes. sides of an issue, but she's using that idea um, in a disingenuous way to yes. try and push people in a direction that she wants them. She's not actually wanting to hear all different sides and engage yes. in in a genuine discussion, she's trying to use it as a, a manipulation tool to get you to be a leftist. Uh, I think you've nailed it. And yeah, I cannot, I've gotten to the point where I realize I cannot stand her. 
And it wasn't that way. When she first invited me to her group, she read my essay and she invited me and she saw I was doing civility dinner. So she invited me to this group. And it, it's supposed to be about using civility to, to listen, but, but really, and she says in the mission statement, she's open about it. It's actually, it's a group for progressives to learn how to use civility to convince all these horribly wrong Trump voters why they're wrong. Right. So, Right. Civility is an end in and of itself. It's not a tool for you to push your ideology. Exactly. That's what pisses me off. Yeah. Civility should be your goal. And you don't actually care about like everything she says is a lie. That's why it bothers me because she's teaching people, oh, you have to listen. You have to. No, you're not listening. You don't want to listen to what I'm saying. In fact, she'll delete my comments. She, she invites people like me and one of our one of our uh, viewers, Thomas, she'll invite him into the comments. And then we'll post. She'll like, I want to hear your point of view because you guys are on the right. And I'm like, I'm not on the right. I keep telling you that and you keep saying I am, but I'm not. But anyway, here's my point of view. And then she'll go, I've deleted your comments because you didn't follow my rules. I'm like, you don't actually want to hear anything. You want conservatives and liberals who are not SJW and not woke. And you want people who are centrist and whatever to come in here and comment so you can take what we've now told you and twist it and learn how to convince other people who don't agree with you um, right. to come over to your side. Like you are using people and you don't actually... There's not a part of her that actually believes what she says. She doesn't actually believe that she could possibly be wrong about anything. No. That pisses me off. No, I, <laughs> she's trying to be the equivalent of like a political pickup artist. You know how like pickup artists, they look at the things that are attractive to the opposite sex and they try and mimic all those things. Uh, not yes. actually those things. That's yes. what she's doing. She's like, hmm, well, how do people, oh, they, they I let's mimic civility. That's yes. how we can, like, that's, that's exactly what bothers me about it. You've helped me. I, I should write a piece about this because I, thank you, because you're helping me to figure out why it makes me so angry. It's like, you don't come into this with good intent. No. You come into this assuming that you are right and you're going through the motions of pretending to listen so you can disarm this person. She's like, I'm going to use, we're going to pretend like we're listening and we're going to, we're going to refrain from saying certain things that shut people. Like she's learned enough to know which things don't work. But, right. but she's using those things, like you said, like a pickup artist to be like, and then I'm going to pull the rug out from under you because I'm trying to, because ultimately you're wrong and I'm actually not here with good intent to learn. I don't think I could learn anything from you other than how to manipulate you. That's what, that's what it is. It's like the only thing I can learn from you is how to manipulate you. Right. And that's the disgusting thing about pickup artists is that they view women as objects to be manipulated, not people to actually uh, interact with and engage with in a genuine fashion, which is how she views the other side. She views them as objects to be manipulated to get them to do the things she wants, but uh, they're not actually people with whom to engage and have a, an, a real discussion. Yeah. And, yeah, and then she'll write pieces. She's written pieces for, uh, I don't know, some for meeting, but some for publica like publications. Where she'll, and, and she'll, conservatives, I need more conservatives to respond to this so I can write my piece about it. And I'm like, ah, oh, you're so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on that note, <laughs> I need to have more Christmas charity, <laughs> more uh, good cheer, cheer about this woman. I can't stand. This just means my I should pray for her. Not in a go meditate on it, but I get yeah. go pray whatever. Yeah, yeah, that means like what this thing that I heard this. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's this idea about praying for people that you don't like because if you it's like that faking it till you make it it can help remove if you do it enough it can help remove whatever that that thing is in you that you don't like you know 
the distaste that you have for them. Anyway. Um, well, um, <laughs> well, Carrie, as a reminder to everyone, Carrie's going to try very hard to do Kofefi tomorrow by herself. I will not be able to do Kofefi tomorrow. And then on Thursday for Thanksgiving, we will, uh, we will do some reruns. We will uh, encourage you to watch some past videos. We'll find, go through the archives and find some good stuff for you. And uh, as a reminder, we always say, please like, share, subscribe. We ask you to go to Subscribestar, but we actually have cool merch. Um, in fact, uh, related to our conversation about Andy No today, I'll put up a I'll put up a picture of this on the screen. We've got a cool milkshake is not an argument shirt, and we've got some I don't know what do we have make Democrats liberal make again? Democrats liberal again. We've I just got, wore that shirt on Sunday, and somebody asked me where to get it. My favorite though is the unsafe space trigger warning shirt. I I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I did it, and it's like my own <laughs> love of this shirt. But uh, I like the unsafe space trigger warning shirt. But anyway. Go, you can just buy apparel. If you don't, if you don't want to be uh, doing subscribe star stuff or even in addition, uh, you, can, you can get some apparel out of it. We have some cool stuff. So uh, I'll, we'll put the link up there as a reminder, but you can just go to unsafespace.com slash shop. So that's, my, that's me being salesperson. Please go, please go support us. And uh, we will see you, possibly Carrie, we'll see you tomorrow, but have a great Thanksgiving anyway, everyone. And we'll catch you later.